By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Bartesian. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I would love to come home to a bartender who would whip up any cocktail I ever wanted. A perfect old-fashioned, a margarita, a new cocktail I've never tried? Well, guess what? Now it's possible with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. This thing is sleek, the size of a coffee maker, and it makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. And it's not just the basic, ordinary cocktails. You can choose from over 50 different cocktails, from the classics to the exotic premium ones. Just touch a button, and you have freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails in seconds. When my wife and I entertain, which sometimes is a little too often, the Bartesian Cocktail Maker is the center of the party. It's great because we don't have to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets a cocktail of their choice in literally seconds. We've even given the Bartesian as gifts to our family and friends. And now for a limited time, get free cocktails and free shipping with your new Bartesian. Just text PODCAST to 64000. Text P-O-D-C-A-S-T to 64000 to get free cocktails and free shipping. Text PODCAST to 64000. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio with Nancy and Lisa, publishers of Big Blend Magazines and travelers on the Love Your Parks Tour. Every third Thursday, it is Trust Talk Time with Lee Brovadani. She is known as the Trust Architect, and uh, she's one of our contributors and experts on Big Blend Radio, obviously every third Thursday, and she is the author of Trust Me, Restore Belief and Confidence in an Uncertain World, and Trusted Secret Lessons from an Inspired Leader. She is one of the top thought leaders on trust, uh, which is known by what Trust Across America, Lee. This is like the trust organization, right? Yeah, it's, it's one of them. I think that, you know, I'm trying to investigate to see what other ones, but really, I think that Trust Across America, Trust Around the World is the one that um, I recognize. And they've got names like um, Stephen Covey Jr. and and like all of the big names in trust are mm. part of the Trust Across America. Yeah. You know, I just think, nice. you know, we've been chatting over the last few years about trust. And I still go back to the very first time you were on the show with your book. And but trust me, was the first time. And thinking, wow, there's a world, like, there's a whole culture of trust in leadership, which is really interesting. And today we're talking about lies. Sweet <laughs> 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 little lies, those little white lies. And you have this little great blog lies. post about it, talking about all these examples of lies that really are made, you know, we lie not to hurt people, but like you say, if you have never lied, you're full of it. Like that's yeah, a lie. you're a liar if you say you've never yeah, lied. Yeah, you're a liar. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's lied. I mean, we, you know, there's there's things, there's sometimes you really have to, you know, in life. There's some real serious situations you need to get out of or, you know, yeah. for safety. Um mm -hmm. Or crossing borders into countries, <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that. Oh, well, you never know. But it it really gets down to I think even in, in the work culture that we'll say something. Oh, you look great in that dress. Meantime, you're looking at them, going, "You shouldn't get up there and do a presentation in that." You know. So, it's, um, how do we balance this kind of thing? Because we shouldn't be doing it, but we do it. And so there's. It seems that from your blog and and talking with you over the years and your books that we almost have to create a, a different language in communication. Yeah. But there's a huge difference around integrity. So, mm -hmm. you know, a lie that is to save someone's feelings or that mm -hmm. it won't wound them and there's not a big consequence. 
So that's part of it too, is what is the outcome? And if the outcome of the, the white lie is that the person feels better, but there's nothing as far as, you know, and, and, and then deciding, and we've talked about this, is it a fact, an opinion, or a belief? So if someone says, you know, um, does this dress make me look fat? Oh, the here we go. The <laughs> answer is not, well, the dress doesn't. <laughs> Oh, yeah. the dress is the dress is just hanging there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just your wraparound you know so it's one of those things that um that's an opinion that's an opinion and so if you say to them your opinion is well yeah it really does but from oh. a personality from a perspective of of having this relationship intact you give another opinion that you know helps them and so you say um no no <laughs> the, the, the dress absolutely does not make you look fat you don't add to it you were already fat before you put on the dress so. in fact now you're wearing a diet muumuu even mrs roper would be or how about hey you know the dress actually covers up your fat <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh boy here we go no no there so, we go. But yeah, what, uh -oh. I mean, what do you do? Like in, in an office culture, someone comes in, maybe they've got this new dress. Like, what would you say to do? Do you go with the easy lie? Or do you say, you know, I prefer your green one. That makes Yeah, I you... like your green dress better. Or you, you ask them the question, oh, wow, well, how do you feel in it? Ah. You know, and then, and then it's no longer about your opinion. You're finding out a little bit more information. So, you know, you're curious and say, oh, you know, I can see that this is something that makes you feel great. And so that is not a lie. You, you are observing something. So there's lots of ways of, of you know, like we're talking about two different things. That's a big difference from, you know, um, did you did did you earn um, such and such last year? And did you claim it on your income tax? Oh, everybody lies on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you say, absolutely not, I claimed everything, but there is a consequence to it, mm -hmm. then that mm -hmm. has a different impact mm -hmm. than saying to someone, wow, how do you feel in the dress? And, you know, honestly, I think everybody can see there's a difference in mm -hmm. the, the, the lies that we, that we tell during the day. Mm -hmm. I, I did some comical things, you know. Um, when I wrote that article, because I was just in one of those moods where, oh my God, if I hear any more bad news, I'm going to explode. So I did this light piece on, you know, lies. So mm. like things like, um, it's not you, it's me. No, it's you. It's definitely. <laughs> no, it's definitely. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm so, you know, and when you break up with someone, sorry, I can't be what you want me to be. Oh, that's the worst. That that is just the worst. I'm sorry. That, no. Wow, I, I you look like you were really comfortable delivering that line, Lisa. Yeah. Yes. Especially on Christmas. And I do it on, on, on holidays, Valentine's Day, Christmas, Easter, whatever Thanksgiving, whatever holiday it is, it somehow oh just comes right out. Because then I think, oh, I have to go through that. It's not worth it. I can't be what you want me to be. Nope. One time not birth in one your babies. She broke up with okay, her boyfriend on Christmas, it's and okay. his mother came to no, the door with him. Story. This is why, and I had to up. take care of it because you don't want to have to go to the meal. 
And so I'd rather break up <laughs> than go through something that is going to just be horrific, like a really not a fun event, you know? And so if you don't have the love and if you're not invested in the relationship, you shouldn't go through that and you should cut the cord. Yeah, now. but you don't know whether or not you're going to be invested in the relationship until you get into no, the you relationship. Try. Right, you exactly. Know? So I've, I figured that out pretty quick and that was enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and champagne glasses with our name on it was not going to keep me in that relationship. Oh, that was the worst. See, that was not good. And, um, yeah. and the dog wanted to bite him. So that was enough. And that was a clue right there. Okay. There. Like if your dog doesn't like the person, I'm sorry. I, I can accept the fact that not everybody loves dogs and you know, like that's um, like, they're probably not in my inner circle, but if my dog didn't like someone, that would be a huge red flag. That's a problem. That's, that's a, a problem. big flag. That's a big problem flag. because dogs mm -hmm. are cool, man. They're pretty are loving and trusting. And when a dog yeah starts to growl then you know then there's a yeah. there's a problem there's, but there's a problem but there is this, this I show you my know, dog to everybody just oh yeah her. booker show booker booker okay. everybody sorry for those who are are just on the audio but look at booker's got his little bed he's so Booker's cute very, yeah. very sweet booker <laughs> very cute but you know this is something you know when you talk about trust and and lies it would have been a lie for me to continue and that holiday dinner and go and pretend that I, you know, why would I put like a family through, oh, he's got a new girlfriend when you're like, nah, this isn't working. <laughs> so to me, that would have been a complete lie. And you I've just... already got the champagne glasses that we'll use to toast at our wedding. I know. Ah, I think for the, the, hills. the champagne glasses with names and grapes was far too soon. No. Way well, too this, soon. This and that was a, that was a big red flag. Well, when right someone there. also tells you when you need to be home by, that is a sign. See, see, this is becoming something we shouldn't even be talking about on the air. What are we doing? We're not. This is what it's telling the truth. But, but that's <laughs> where you say, listen, I'm not what you want me to be because I am not. And I'm not this girlfriend who's going to cook you dinner by four o'clock every afternoon and be where you want me to be and be the family. No, that's that's obviously it wasn't a match. Um, but so I have anybody out there want to date Lisa now? <laughs> no, 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 don't know. But anyway, so it's a very, um, I don't, to me, it's like, no, you want this and that's not who I am. So I think that's not a lie. That's a pretty yeah. nice no, way of saying we're not, we're honest. not compatible, you yeah. know, you know, and then as far as lies, when someone says something and it's, it's really awful and you, you know, and, and there's been times I have to say that I've done that sometimes I think that's my humor and very Canadian humor is oh, sometimes yeah. being sarcastic it. or we <laughs> think it's you know and so you say the opposite almost of what the person is saying because mm. you're playing off of that mm. and there's been times when I've said something and it's fallen flat and you recognize from the person's face that you've hurt their feelings mm. the absolutely wrong thing to do is to say just kidding, which is a lie. It, it's true, but if you see that you've hurt somebody, then the right response is that I can see that that joke fell flat and it wasn't funny. I'm so sorry. You know, like it's now I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me, but now I want to laugh. But no, but you have to take ownership of yeah, what you said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a that even even just in the business climate, when you know we look at what's going on in the world, and I know we've talked about it, but it's worth talking about again. 
companies are not able to deliver like they used to for real yeah. reasons, shipping issues mm -hmm. and workforce oh, yeah. issues. And, mm -hmm. you know, so to me, it's not don't lie. And even as a consumer, you know, there's a consumer or, you know, that goes in and says, oh, like, you know, say 10 people told me this and it's and it's a lie. Like, it, if yeah. it's, you know what I mean? It's like I, I see that happening a lot in business, like. Yeah. Um, say we did a podcast and it was fine. The sound was fine. And then somebody will say, I couldn't hear your podcast. And 10 of my friends couldn't, there was something wrong. Well, there was, you know that. what I mean? It couldn't be like, Hey, okay. I checked this. Am I doing something wrong on my end on my computer to listen or whatever? 10 of my friends couldn't do it. And you know, That's that is a baloney. People yeah. start this you adding know. on the add on lie. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. fact, we should to start a name, a book on like, you know, What's the, the name for that? Lies. Yeah. What the, the yeah what, what's the name of that 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 kind of because there's people that, I know that means that they they as are soon as I get the email I know here comes something to they ignore didn't check themselves first yeah they yeah decided yeah. to back themselves up because they're lazy that's the lazy yeah. add-on you like know it might be worthwhile episode. you know and you've heard me talk about this but for anyone who's listening and I talk about facts opinions or beliefs and how to tell the difference between, you know, between lies. And mm -hmm. so for, for those who are kind of listening to this for the first time, uh, a fact is something that can be verified by a number of people. So for example, if I say I'm sitting in a chair, then that's a fact that could be checked out. You can see it's a chair and, mm -hmm. and you can see it, I'm sitting on it, that's a fact. Hmm. An opinion might be, this is the most perfect chair in the world. <laughs> and that's my opinion. But, you know, it's just an opinion. Not everyone would share it. Mm. A belief might be, usually a belief you're getting into to either um, philosophical or religious beliefs. The example that I used is around astronauts. So a fact is that as of 2013, there was 247 astronauts around the world. And if I don't have that number exactly correct, you know, forgive yeah. me, but you can check on the NASA site. And out of that, 57 were women. This is the perfect time to turn your creative ideas into a sustainable business. I'm Miriam Shulman, author of the new book and audiobook, Artpreneur. This is the step-by-step -step guide for creatives to transform your passion into a profitable business. Artpreneur is the artist handbook and your first step to developing a life of creative and financial freedom. Order your copy today, artpreneurbook.com. Is your money working for you? The best way to hedge volatility and inflation is investing in commercial real estate with Reef. That's rreaf.com backslash investor. Skip the crowdfunding sites and invest directly with Reef. Reef owns and operates each investment, cutting out the middleman and providing investors with exclusive off-market deals. There is no better time than the present to explore our lucrative portfolio of commercial real estate. Open to accredited investors only. Visit rreaf.com backslash investor. So that's a fact. They, they give you the names of all of them. Mm-hmm. An opinion would be that women are discriminated against because there was only 57. And that would be an opinion. You know, it could be true. It maybe isn't true. You'd have to yeah. do a lot more research. It's just something. 
a belief would be that women should never try and get into space because they should be staying at home and raising the family. What are you trying That's to do? A Make a bad us opinion. Now? <laughs> we don't like that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a belief. It could be a religious belief. So when someone says, you know, like, well, I was just telling them the truth. A lot of time they're giving an opinion. That's mm -hmm. not the truth. That's yeah. Well, I think this is why we have so much division right now is people are actually arguing over what they believe is the truth. Yeah, or an opinion that they have. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This opinion, and it's become so opinionated and how many yeah. mm -hmm. people really know the facts. I mean, all the political divide we have in this country and around the world. I mean, we could go to England and, you know, have a party with Boris, but you know what I mean? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, it's busy partying no. already. But, yeah. <laughs> he's busy that's right but i yeah. mean we, you know but that is a fact let's go there that was a fact he threw a party right yeah. um so there's they had the actual facts and you couldn't lie about it but he whatever anyway i'm he not in england to. i shouldn't <laughs> but it was just sorry it's funny but this, this was funny this this just those small beliefs and and not going by fact like i was saying okay somebody said oh they couldn't hear the podcast and by the way this has not happened i'm just making it up but that oh uh, 10 people 10 of my friends blah 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 mm -hmm. well now if they ever ask me something again or say something i'm going to totally it my my Ignore. red flag comes up and says okay i don't trust this person and mm -hmm. i think it's the same way for a business if a business lies if i turn around and say you know mm -hmm. maybe there was something wrong and i lie about it and we've you know there's things that happen and i lie about it that we're going to lose an audience we're going to lose clients mm -hmm. you know so yeah. to me these little white lies or little you know easy things build distrust immediately in a, yeah. in a business place yeah. and it's something and to rather be honest you know yeah i i don't have like truth telling as part of my trust model and right. i absolutely want people to know it is not okay to lie mm. but what my research has shown me is that for some people, they don't care. They, they will trust somebody, even when you can show that this person lies all the time. And Nancy and Lisa, you're not allowed to give the example of the person who's the biggest liar on the planet because there are people who trust them. Oh, come <laughs> trust on. That person. Oh, come on. Oh, don't start. Do not. We have to all, all the fun out of this. I already, I already went to England and that was a no-no. That was a no-no. But well, they, they but are come on, you a party. That was, but... But this is this, you know, the people will follow through because it's a comfort zone. Yeah. And they don't want to have their world, their bubble shaken if they like somebody for something. Well, yeah. But or if you it, it really reinforces their own beliefs. So, you know, for uh, for a lot of people, you hear this term confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. And so whatever you want to believe, you can go on the internet and as far-fetched as that belief might be you will find proof, proof. Yeah. and and for Not those who, who are just listening to as an audio I just did air quotes so yes. you will find proof that mm. what you want to believe it's other true people will believe it is true yeah that's called it's, confirmation bias yeah and there's a lot of that yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, well, I think people, I think being have... honest humanizes businesses and it humanizes people by being honest about a mistake. And the yeah. thing I can't stand is people who absolutely just BS and then continue on with it instead of just, you know, if they screw up. I mean, I think most lies come out of mistakes. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and instead of just going, oh, I screwed up, 
I screw up all the time, every single day. That's just, I'm a human being. I screw yeah. up. And mm -hmm. a lot of times that leads me to something good, you know, yeah. and, and that's that. Like and a so, better way of doing things. Yeah. Or a whole new mm -hmm. discovery. It's like a detour and travel. A lot of time, those roadblocks and detours lead you to someplace you never knew about. So it's, it's, you learn more by acknowledging mm -hmm. mistakes or failures, right, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. whatever failure leads to success, you know, it's uh, one of those things, but we get to this point of, especially in business, never say no, admit, never say you're sorry, never admit when you're wrong. I don't know what culture started, where that came from, but there is that culture of hide, hide your mistake. <laughs> don't go there. I know where you're going. <laughs> I know where you're going. Don't you go there, okay. Nancy. You'd be good. You'd be good. But okay. it, if you don't, but there is that it's an old school culture of hide your flaws, hide your mistakes. Now, sometimes if it's something that's not visual or visible to clients, you don't need to go around. Hey, I made a mistake. You just yeah, gotta move on. just fix it. And honestly, if you're constantly um, apologizing, mm. then that creates distrust. And Absolutely. so, you know, like if, if you're if you're constantly apologizing, then for God's sakes, Stop yeah, yeah. it and learn something, get some more education, do what you need to do. So you quit mm -hmm. making those stupid mistakes. If, yeah. you're, All right, saying something, yes, <laughs> if you're saying something all the time, I'm talking about like yeah. I screw up on a regular basis, but if I kept making the same mistake and apologizing oh. for it all the time, pretty soon, yeah. as soon as, as yeah, soon as I started saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I meet people who are apologists. And, mm. you know, like that's a, no, it's a really bad habit that, and it's especially yeah, it's, women. We do this. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't attend. Okay. It's like, like, all right. You know, we pet sit as we travel. And a lot of times we're getting asked to go and do a repeat sit and we can't because our schedule is full. And I always catch myself saying, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, we can't. But the fact is we're already at a sit that we do respect. We can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. I have to say, oh, you know, sorry, our, our schedule, see, I'm already doing it. Sorry, but unfortunately, well, okay. but it's really not. It's, it's a, no, that's because polite. there's a, um, yeah, the sorry, I wish we could, you know, but it, it's a very I mean, tender thing because you start to apologize, like, sorry, we can't do this date. Sorry, we can't do that. Not even just yeah. on the pet sitting on scheduling. That, and that's different thing. than, than, you know, there was a, a woman, I was teaching a course after I'd spoken at a conference and they had me do a, a breakout. And there was a, a woman in the workshop, which, and I labeled her an apologist. Mm. And she had passed on some information about some new rules that were coming down because of her organization. And one of the people got really upset. Oh. And she said, should I go apologize to them? And I went, okay, so what would you be apologizing for? And she said, well, they were really upset. And I went, has nothing to do with you. They were yeah. upset because they didn't like the rule. Did you lie about it? Did you, were you um, completely, and she was the sweetest person. Were you, were you cruel when you were telling them this? Cause you knew it would change. And she was going, oh no, I'd never do that. And I said, so, so what are you apologizing for? Yeah. And she said, because they felt bad. Let people own their own feelings. Well, you could ask the person that seemed, what I just said to you, seemed to upset you why could you tell me why yeah so you could learn yeah absolutely but yeah. apologizing for someone else's feelings I yeah. think you know like you can be empathetic and say I see that this upsets you mm. yeah 
And then even say, I'm sorry that it upsets you, which is very different from saying, I take responsibility for this upset that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think some where my people are from, upset all the time. In, in yeah. South Africa, it's a saying. It's like, instead, instead of saying, excuse me, sorry. So if you're walking, you know, in, in a, in going in a theater or something, and you have to go, you know, between people in the seat to get to your seat, instead of going, excuse me, excuse me, you'd go, sorry, sorry, sorry. And it becomes I think that's habit. kind of British. I think that's kind so of maybe British. a British thing. But and, yeah. and I've had to really like, be conscious about it. Because otherwise, I do become this apologist whatever you're calling me apologist I feel like I'm going to go you know become an apostle just now or something but anyway off, but that's know. different that's different yeah. from saying you know turning to the person and if they were upset because you walked in front of them yeah can you see like it's a subtle difference and hopefully yeah. I'm explaining myself yeah 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 well but yeah, yeah. yeah, you are. It just, yeah, there's just, you start to get into a habit. So then you use it on things that you shouldn't be using it is my thing. And yes. I've caught myself. And I think it's a female thing too. Like I, I really do I think, think women, women tend to apologize for things they shouldn't. And it means it doesn't come from a bad place, but if you're saying it so often, it does come to that level of what you're saying. If you're always apologizing, then people are going, are you always doing something wrong? You know, they're, no, they're building I think a they persona. Think I think they would assume that you don't mean it. You just say it as an excuse almost. Sorry. And but continue with the same behavior. If you don't change the behavior you're apologizing for, then you're really just BSing people. I think yeah, I feel like then, I'm in therapy now. Sorry, yes. but I'm not who you want me to be. <laughs> I've been in business meetings where, you know, you have really powerful men and women in this business meeting and men stand up and give their opinion or give their viewpoint mm -hmm. and then I've seen women who are brilliant stand up and saying uh I'm sorry but can I just say this mm -hmm. stop just, that and just get up and it. say it that's exactly it. what I'm saying yeah we yeah. go oh excuse me sorry and that's and you almost start to cower in your, yeah. your body no language. but that's almost setting that's setting it up it's a setup that kind of I'm sorry, but can I already said my way now in. I'm going to smack you one. Yeah. It's a setup and smack. Yeah. That's a sneak attack. It's a sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So any other list of things? I love this. We should just, I really would like to start at like a little booklet on this, you know, okay. we've got, but I think the lie thing, um, I just want our culture to kind of be a little bit better about it, you know, it's because I do see that we do it in a very, it's, it's I think, again, the apology thing is, is yeah. coming from a nurture, same thing as these little white lies, you know, and when we go into a business part of it, um, it can really, really hurt. Now, there's also times at work where someone boldly outfaced lies about something to take really? over. We always talk about this where someone will say oh I wrote the report meantime they didn't somebody else did kind of thing and I wonder about it now with the way office cultures people are working part-time from home you know is there maybe there's not as much room because of the way emails are and things can be tracked a little bit better is there do you think there's as much room to lie or more room to lie by not being together in person as much 
you know, so much of it depends on the hierarchy within the office. So I think for someone at the very top, I think it's easier in some regards for them to take credit of someone underneath them who's taken it. Part of that, have you watched Ted Lasso yet? No, no, but we've heard we need oh, okay. There's there's a scene where um, and I won't give it away because if you haven't seen it, it's just brilliant. But um he as a leader, you do take responsibility for some of the creations that the people underneath you make because you are presenting it. So as a coach, you're telling your players where they're supposed to to move. You don't take that moment like to, to preface it. Oh, and by the way, that when we came up with this play, it was, you know, the, this underling coach who created this, it was this person who did it. You have to, as a leader, take all of the advice and everything, you filter it, and then you make the best choices and you present it as your own. Mm. That's quite different mm. than stealing someone's idea. Is your money working for you? The best way to hedge volatility and inflation is investing in commercial real estate with Reef. That's rreaf.com backslash investor. Skip the crowdfunding sites and invest directly with Reef. Reef owns and operates each investment, cutting out the middleman and providing investors with exclusive off-market deals. There is no better time than the present to explore our lucrative portfolio of commercial real estate. Open to accredited investors only. Visit rreaf.com backslash investor. There is no better time than the present to explore the lucrative commercial real estate offerings from Reef. Visit rreaf.com backslash investor. Featured on Fox News, Wall Street Journal, Yahoo Finance, and many more. We're not a crowdfunding site. We own and operate all our properties. Come see why thousands of individual investors have decided to trust Reef with their real estate investments. Call us today with any questions. Hedge market volatility with Reef. Open to accredited investors only. Visit rreaf.com backslash investor. And labeling it as your own. So it's a subtle difference, but you have to be, you know, if someone said, wow, that's brilliant. Where did it come from? You can say, I've got a great team of people and mm -hmm. I'll give credit to A, B, C, and D. So you can kind of see it's different from, um, yeah. I've seen people who plagiarize. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that is a lie. That's they take a lie. an idea and mm -hmm. they say, this is mine. That's very yeah. different from being a leader mm -hmm. and having all of this input and then presenting it. Yeah, right. that's why Google is so strict about duplicate content, about how SEO is done. I mean, it mm -hmm. used to be that I think back to when websites were first being created and how Google, I think even it was right at the beginning of Google, people would hide words in the, in the background of the website. Mm -hmm. and they yeah. would put sex and things like that because that was, you know, porn is one of the top things. And so that was the way your website would come up. But it had no integrity to what the site was about. Right. And we watched this whole thing happen in Google. Mm -hmm. All the changes that are annoying about what Google does is all about integrity and people not stealing other people's articles and photos and things like that. And it and happens to make sure you get media. the information yeah. that you want when you want you, it. You've got yeah. to look at where, where actually it's like when you asked about uh, an image and posted on, on our Facebook group. Where did that come from? Well, this is exactly where it came from. You know, so you've it not just, hey, I stole it. You know, I have one friend who thought she was helping a friend, but wasn't. 
she took a piece of artwork that someone had an artist had put up on her site and went oh look isn't this really pretty and put it on her page on facebook and the artist got really mad she's like i created that it's not up to you to download it and upload it even though if you said you know you've got to ask permission so Mm -hmm. i think the, the lying thing um People are getting caught. You can't steal online anymore. You will yeah. get caught. People yeah, are. And there. I'm pretty careful because I call myself the trust architect. I've, I am careful because I've made mistakes. Yeah. So if I'm using any kind of photo, I go to one of the sites where I buy it. Yeah. So then I've got the license. So it costs like, it's not that much when you can, no, no. you know, $65 maybe to use a picture that you put into your book. And then you've mm-hmm. got the rights and you can yeah. show if anybody comes and says, where did you get this? You can say, mm-hmm. I actually purchased it. It's not original. I purchased it from this site for this amount and I've got the license. It's the same thing mm-hmm. as music and, and what we do on podcasts. You, you purchase, you know, plans to do it. And it's, there's, there is that, I think the lying thing, you will get caught. You will yes. get caught online, you, no matter mm-hmm. what. And even Google will nail you out because mm-hmm. they do all the algorithms and all the checking. You know, they have all the computery mm-hmm. stuff that does that. So if you wrote the article first and someone else steals it, they're they're not going to let it go up there in SEO as much. Yeah. And you see and people do it that. all the time. Years and years ago, I had, you know, I was checking on an article and I don't know how it came up, but another website came up with my article and the person had put it that they had written it. <gasps> Ooh, and and I I said, I'm so pleased that you found value in my article. And by all means, if you want to use it, you may, but you have to give me credit and show that I wrote it or Mm -hmm. take it down. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. because I couldn't say, oh, I will sue you because I, you know, I went. Who's going to go? Who's good? Yeah. But, but here it is. It's, it's um, eventually people will find out and they will not look at that website as a resource to go to because they're lying. So you yeah. are taking away people trusting you as a source. You yeah, know, it's like exactly. where, you know, like media now where, you know, someone will just sn- take a snippet of what some famous person has said and put it up there and go, this is what they said and meant. And that's not the truth. They're using it out of context. And I think that is another form of lying is when things get taken out of context because they can, but you're going to just breed distrust again, you know? Yeah. So, wow, and it goes, it it goes far. Yeah, it's getting harder to recognize lies. It is, you know, it, it, it really it, it's well, people um, are getting sneakier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because you because with the internet and computers, it is easier to be fake. Yeah, you can build a whole profile. And then until somebody yeah, until somebody comes along and says, uh, excuse me, that's not true. This is not true. It could be there. And people will assume that it's true. Okay, mm-hmm. just for fun though, what's the biggest lie you've ever told? I remember when I was a kid, I went around. Oh, I got an, <laughs> like I lied to I lied up. Well, I did good things about like I would just walk out of school and just not be there and just, mm-hmm. you know, act like I was there, but um yeah, one of the lies that I could just immediately came is I went and I stole our vitamins you know family vitamins and they're orange and they look like m&ms and this was in england and they're Mm -hmm. over there they have smarties not m&ms and i went to school and i sold them 
<laughs> I was a little entrepreneur. <laughs> I sold them as as Smarties. And then I laughed mm-hmm. when kids like went, ew, this is gross. And I really got into like huge mm-hmm. trouble because number one, it's a medicinal thing that kids shouldn't be taking. Maybe they shouldn't. The principal got really mad. And of course, Nancy got in call from there and I had to write apology letters, but I still thought it was funny. But, um, <laughs> you know, but, but if you think about it and you put this in a business thing, it's just the same kind of thing. Oh, you know, you, if you, you know, people make something and then they like, oh, it's all organic, but it's not. How many in advertising, how, you know, how mm-hmm. many PR campaigns have had to be done because a product has gone all natural? Well, yeah, but you've also Except got, this, you know, that whole BS kind of lingo. It's a very similar thing, mm-hmm. but I, I learned my lesson. Trust me. Mm-hmm. I never did that again. But later I sold signatures because I can copy anyone's signature. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, I, was, I think I spent more time in the headmaster's office than most parents. I, I, I can was write really good something. letters. I, I So I think I went through a good stage of I could write sick notes, uh, really yes. good excuses mm-hmm. and and copy parents' signatures and their handwriting. And so I was really good. Now everyone's going to trust me. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we probably could have been sisters. Did you do and the same thing? Had twice, yeah, because I, I got uh, expelled from school for skipping. But see, I wasn't as bright huh? as you because uh. I would write the sick notes. Yes. But then I would get whoever, whatever friend was sitting next to me to write the signature so it didn't look the same as mine. And so oh. when I was called into the vice principal's <laughs> office, he had the stack of notes. Oh. And I kind of looked at them and I I smiled and I was a I had a smart aleck mouth. And I looked at him and I went, well, that wasn't very bright of me, was it? Was it? I should have gotten the same person to write all the signatures. And he went, you know, my main name is Burkett. He said, Miss Burkett, I don't think you're seeing the seriousness of this. I went, look at this is, I went, look at it is a beautiful day outside. You don't, you know that at the end of your half hour lecture that you're primed to give me, you're going to expel me. So let's cut the lecture. I'm just going to leave. Both of us Dude. will have a good day. Dude. Bad. Well, no, Bad. she's telling the truth. There it is. And, yeah, and he I was, go, I'm just kidding at the end because you'd already crossed that line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he just he just looked at me and he was saying, you know, you know, Miss Margaret, we have to call your parents. I went, you, 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 seriously, smart Alec mouth. I, I just turned and I was laughing and said, you do what oh, you have to do and left the school. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Parents were not really impressed with me. No, all. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> So we, we did a good lie, though. We, we took plants and gave them to a friend in California and went through the inspection Order. thing. And we had roses right there in the window. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, you know, we were this part of us packing up with the tour, all our plants that were potted. We went to give a friend and they're like, do you have any plants or fruit? They could look right just, in the, just in the that, car. And they were right there. They're and right they there. just let us drive right through. And they looked in and were like, no. I mean, they're looking at him and they're just, they put you. You were like the little kid taking a bite of the chocolate bar yeah. and the mother saying, did you steal the chocolate? And the yeah, child and you're like, Remember no. when you caught me smoking? 
Oh, and I had gosh. a cigarette she behind put my the back cigarette and behind her up. back and smoke <laughs> is coming out. And I'm thinking you're going to set your butt on fire just now, you know, because she's hiding it behind her school uniform. No, I'm not smoking. I'm like, and seriously. Well, I just want to tell you that Martin Seligman, who um, was kind of, he, he talks about learned optimism, said that only a big pessimist like him can realistically write about optimism. So that's not a paraphrase, but basically that's his premise. So I just want everyone listening to know that only um, people who told lies like Lisa and I can talk about the truth now because we learned our lesson. Oh my God, even <laughs> as I said that, I kind of my brother and I used to sneak out the bedroom window and and go walk down Sunset Strip because it wasn't that far away and it was too much fun oh and my, my, God, yes. my parents would go ballistic and like where were you we're like oh no just in the backyard looking at the pond there's tadpoles and they're like oh well just keep your nature thing to daytime hours we're like okay well, I and think you when you're kidding, <laughs> I listen, listen, there is a good thing about lying. It boosts <laughs> imagination and creativity and confidence to pull you off could a good lie. Book, yes. You need to be confident. <laughs> so, and, yeah. and so then I say, if you're really good at that, then you should go into fiction writing, yeah. <laughs> screenwriting. Well, so, yeah. So I think we're, what I'm hearing is that <laughs> if the consequence doesn't have you know like we're looking at what the impact is of the lie no, so yeah. it's around creativity mm. and the consequences that by telling this lie you've created this new wonderful creative endeavor called writing or imagination then that's okay but if you're telling a lie and it's a fact that is protecting you from a huge consequence and that and you know like mm -hmm. there's integrity involved then don't yeah, that, exactly. Realistic? What would you yeah, add? I that? would say that because well, really it's going to come back. And, you know, I really can't, like, I'm not good at it. It will sit with me. Yeah. You know, you, you there are times. Because you've been taught not to lie. Yeah. No, because it will sit with you as an adult. Yeah. You know that you've mm -hmm. lied and there's a, oh, la, la, la. But I can't even, you know, to me, it's like, okay, some go back to the moo moo because now it is a moo moo. See, imagination, <laughs> Mrs. Roper, that is not a good color. I would just go, you know, I prefer this on you, but if you're happy, wear it, you know, wear it with confidence, you know, yeah. and it's okay. Mm -hmm. You may not like it. Like Nancy and I talk, we go through this with the magazine. She'll go, oh, look at this is so cool. I go, that looks like crap. And, and really, and, and it's not the nicest thing. And then she'll do the same thing to me. That's not interesting. I'm like, yes, it is. It's so cool. No, that's crap. And we've got the relationship where we can, we don't have time to go. Yeah. Oh, la, la, la. We, we're like, no, that's, that sucks. And then we go, well, why do you have to put it that way? Cause we don't have time. Move on. It sucks. Well, so, what normally has to happen I think is there's, there's a, relationship a difference of in honesty. There's a yeah. difference in age. So what appeals to me may not appeal to her mm -hmm. and vice versa. So, and when, when you're writing for the public, you're trying to address all ages sometimes, yeah. which is not easy. You know, so it just means you have to alter a few things of how it's said to appeal to more people. Mm -hmm. So it's more inclusive. And that's not always easy. If you write, you know that. It, yeah. so we, we don't yeah. have room to 
to not disagree on something yeah. or to lie about it, to make, oh, or to give an like opinion. Yeah. Image, you can't, yeah. you can't, you cannot yeah. do that in business. You must have those disagreements because that's what sparks betterment. Yes. It's how you do it. Now, not everyone should walk around going, you suck, not you suck, that sucks. I don't like that or whatever. There's a better <laughs> way to do it. But we are, we just have our way of talking. And not mm -hmm. everyone should listen. Yeah, and, and you get to a point in a friendship where you can yeah. have those honest conversations. Exactly. Like it's almost like this, this level of, of relationships. It's trust. Where when you meet somebody. Yeah. It's when trust. you first meet somebody and they, you, you, they say, they say something, you'll do a nicety that you probably wouldn't do with someone that you've known all mm -hmm. your life. Right. I mean, if you sent us something in article, oh, here's an image. I'm not going to turn to you Lee, and go, that sucks. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think we're at the level where you could say, I think that? you know, that, that's, that's on the sucky yeah. level. I'd, I'd probably put it that mm -hmm. on the, on the mm -hmm. level of suckiness. It's, it's on its way in, but you know, Nancy and I just go, that sucks. And then she'll go, but why? I like this. And I'm like, no, it sucks. And then if I do something she doesn't like, she goes, that sucks. And I'll be, and, and so there is a lot of that all day long. And it's, it's our way of, you know, goes to the, you suck pile. And if we can't, one of us is going to win if we can't get to something that we both agree on and that's yeah. that so whoever may like liked it if the other person thinks it sucks and doesn't come up with something better or, or something together then the the sucky thing gets to win you know and when you're writing the book <laughs> when you first write oh yeah i wrote um trusted and the first draft and i sent it around to some of my friends and i've got really smart friends and they were really tactful, but I, you can read between the lines. So mm -hmm. they, they would say things like, dialogue is tricky, Lee, which was oh, like, that, that means that's, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, see, yeah, we the, would be at a level where you'd go, where I would, I would they say that to Lisa. Said, wow, that sucks. That's I'm the gonna, one no, I'm going to start, ever. I'm yeah. going to say that to Lisa from now. That's really tricky, Lisa. <laughs> Hey, I'm full of tricks. Yeah. I know you are. <laughs> but no, but actually we, we did, we had a friend um, who wrote a book and has done a lot of things in life. So was did some interviews. It was fun. And then I read the book and a lot of it was good. And then there was just huge chunks where the character changed gender even. I mean, it just was like, oh, now you've oh, got a boy in really the car. that was really funny. And there, there so was a lady it, driving up the hill and came down the man. I know. <laughs> that's the name, Caitlin? Sorry. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> don't, oh, don't, don't, because I'll go off. No, no, so no, no, just sorry, don't, sorry, don't, no, don't start me. Sorry, Do I'm not sorry. start me. Do not start me on the bubble butts. But anyway, so, <laughs> sorry, the Kardashian thing. I just, you know, anyway, I had to go and say, look, you know, your book, what you're writing is good. However, you have serious issues in this book. And issues. next thing you know, I ended up editing the damn book. So sometimes you should just... <laughs> shut up <laughs> and, and and now I feel like I have the thing just like I want to say and there's nothing wrong with you know like that was supposed to be a joke and I apologize if anyone was offended oh god here we go for why well I said bubble butt so that's two words and and you know in some people may yeah. not think the Kardashians have you know bubble butts but they do that's a fact go look at them why are we yeah. talking about that <laughs> I don't know, but no matter what we say or do, someone is not going to like it. Yeah. And so, you know, we're in that culture now of um, 
yeah, if you don't like it, everybody needs to stop it. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit over the top. I'm just going to say that's my opinion. It's not a fact, but to me, I think it's a little bit over the top and we, the world is not cleany weeny and it would be very yeah. boring if we didn't have yeah. a little bit of dirt in there. Yeah. So my opinion is very much like yours. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's just, you know, everybody seems to get so picky. Like, don't you have anything better to do? Well, and this, this actually brings in, in closing this because it's a fun conversation for sure. Yeah. But in this whole thing of being and I'm not saying being racist or anything terrible and and going to mm -hmm. the Joe Rogan of, you know, spreading misinformation or whatever. But we've gotten to a point of it's almost like being in prohibition, you know, of like, nobody can say or have, can't we have discussion instead of just like outlawing this out? It's like, it's almost like discussion and um, mm -hmm. differing opinions is like, if you believe this, you're automatically this. And so yeah. we're well, the name calling distrust by not bad. having conversations and doing it there's a way to have politeness. You don't have to say you suck, like mm -hmm. for that sucks like Nancy and I, but there is a way to communicate. And I feel like we're creating, like everything's going to be wishy-washy, la, 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 la. I'm sorry. Oh, this, oh, that. By the time we're done with the way the world is going, we are not allowing the truth or reality to be there. We're taking it away. It's, this you know is what about I mean? communication. It, it, yeah. It's about I, communication, the level of how educated is your communication. That's really because when when you get down and dirty into the name calling, you have really hit rock bottom. And that is where you stay in people's oh, minds. So I should never said the bubble butt thing that was down. like, well, no, absolutely. You know, like, because I, I don't think it was said in a vicious way. No, it wasn't. Said, so I think it was kind of funny. It, and I yeah. But I think we've lost the sense of humor. I mean, imagine being a comedian these days. You know, we oh, I know. you're not allowed to if say If you don't anything. like it, change the channel. If you don't like it, our show, change the channel. You know, really, instead of getting yeah. so upset or communicate and say, hey, you know, this and this. But I think we need to have a dialogue instead of this big out and out war on Twitter or whatever it well, is. We have, we have freedom of speech. Along with freedom of speech does cause a responsibility. And you, if you say something somebody else doesn't like, and they let you know about it, then you have a choice to either say, I am sorry, or, well, I'm not really sorry about what I'm I sorry. said, I meant I'm it. I'm not and what this you want me to be. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I've you know, you have that ability. Use with, with family members mm -hmm. that share very different political viewpoints and share very different. Mm -hmm. and, and so, Sometimes, like, I, I love Keanu Reeves, who said, at this point in my life, if someone says one and one equals five, I just nod because it's not worthwhile. It's right. kind of like at this point in his life. But in the same regard, when one of my family members say, says something that I completely disagree with, I have said, wow, I never looked at it that way before. It shows I don't agree. I don't disagree. It's just I never looked at it that way. And it mm. just keeps the peace. And so see but that's not lying see that's about being smart and and hearing and even acknowledging hey i heard what you said which now it's like everybody you didn't agree with it no, yeah i didn't agree yeah. you didn't disagree or agree you just said I is heard it, it worth creating the drama it, it's like yeah. is i don't want to fight i i don't want to get into oh, fights God, no. i'm looking so forward boring. to seeing my family and i know 
that out of the whole family, I'm probably the one that they see as the um, liberal, whatever, mm. you know, and so snowflake or whatever. But, <laughs> you know, I just, it, at this point, I just, when, when we're talking, I think all of us have agreed, there's things that we feel that we can talk about, and it's mm. safe, so we can talk about family, and the kids, and where we've traveled, but nothing political, mm. and nothing um, around gender, whatever. So if it does get into that, I, I've gotten a lot better at just saying, wow, I've never seen it from that mm. angle before, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that you've told me something I hadn't heard before. Or if mm. I heard it a lot, I go, that's an interesting, I, I that's an mm. interesting observation. Mm. Well put. That's really, mm -hmm. because you have to look at what's worth, you know, some things are worth standing up about. It, yeah. it depends. It is. And you it, have to make that does. choice because it, it is, mm -hmm. you know, and like you were saying, your comments back are really good because it's not lying. And yeah. it's not, well, it's, it's a know, balance and, it, and still being part of, I heard you, um, I'm not going there, you know, you, you just say, oh, you know, some people want, they're like, don't say this, don't talk about this. If you say, oh, I'm working on this. Oh, I don't want to hear about it. And it's like, okay, like, you know, after yeah. the interview we're doing with you today, we're doing an interview, recording mm -hmm. an interview about mass shootings. So it's mm -hmm. hard to go from little white lies to mass shootings. And then when you say Whoa, the word mass yeah. shootings, everybody goes, oh, I don't want to hear about it. But we do actually need to hear about it. We need yes, to, and do. it's very interesting because Nancy's reading the book it. and I said, okay. And it's, it's funny because we're doing this with you. I'm like, mm -hmm. is the author doing opinion because we're arguing about mass shootings in the country? Is this opinion or is there some fact? No, it's all she facts. Talks about, and it's all facts. And so that's why wow. we're doing it. And so and hopefully people will, that, yeah. I, yeah, you know, it's an and, and it is, it has to be where the facts, not someone coming on with their political opinion no, about mass shootings. It, it now really is that important. creates discourse. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't put them on the important. show if, if it wasn't for, they have to have some fact to back it up and science to back it up. When you, you, know. when you put all the, the mass shootings that we've had in this country over the last 20 years together in one book, it is astounding. It's scary. Yeah. It's sad. And people really do, in my opinion, need to be, they need to understand and know about it and recognize it for what it is, just for their own safety, especially for their children's safety going to school, because mm -hmm. most of the shootings have been in schools and done mm -hmm. by juveniles, which is really that, that yeah. is telling our, it is telling our society there is something wrong in how our children are being raised. And and here here's something going and back I think to the lies. You kids, kids lie. Our lies are funny. I mean, they're funny. All of us are they're funny kids. Mm. I mean, and if kids didn't misbehave with lies and doing little bad things, it's okay, something's really wrong. You know, well, remember it's the gone from that to there. getting guns. Yeah, and yeah. it was always be pride in Oh, what did you, what kind of naughtiness did you get up to? Because it means that you're always thinking. And my trouble in school was I was bored. Like, yeah. give me something. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It was absolute absolutely boredom. Because when and, she finally got a teacher that really, really started giving her higher projects to do, then I was fine to study. She didn't misbehave. But as no. soon as she got one of those teachers who kind of wrote on the chalkboard and never really had question answer sessions. And then here comes the spitballs. 
right but but this but that's the thing and so kids if they're not having that communication and doing the little lies that parents can catch and and have some kind of communication then it gets into that bigger zone and then what happens as adults so good conversation lee yeah <laughs> they always are like I love talking to the two. Uh, of you. you got it's so Thank fun. You. Hopefully, it's one fun. day we'll do it in person. We've got yeah. to make it happen. Well, this summer, this yeah. summer, this summer we might be. Well, who knows? That's another yeah. conversation. We might yeah, be in we'll, Savannah. We might be up in Nova Scotia. So, so well, 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 this year we're gonna make it happen. Yeah. I'd love that. I'd and love then we'll that. do our 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 interview in person with Prosecco or something else that we want. Whatever. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. It'll be fun. Lifetime okay. talks. Everyone, uh, the trustarchitect.biz is the website to go to. I, I have that right. Yep. The trustarchitect.biz. And of course, keep up with Lee. Uh, get her books as well. Uh, that's one of the good things uh, you can do immediately. Um, but also uh, tune in every third Thursday for our trust talk. You never know where the conversation is going to go, <laughs> as, we, mm -hmm. as you can see from today. Uh, but also Lee is a speaker and a workshop facilitator. So um, and especially with what's happening in change and workplace, trust is super important, especially mm -hmm. with folks working from home. Uh, so you may want to give her a call. So go to the trustarchitect.biz. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. So thanks so much, Lee. Always, thanks, always Lee. fun. Thanks, Nancy. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Is your money working for you? The best way to hedge volatility and inflation is investing in commercial real estate with Reef. That's rreaf.com backslash investor. Skip the crowdfunding sites and invest directly with Reef. Reef owns and operates each investment, cutting out the middleman and providing investors with exclusive off-market deals. There is no better time than the present to explore our lucrative portfolio of commercial real estate. Open to accredited investors only. Visit rreaf.com backslash investor.